0: Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas, where I get all up in your business in 20 minutes or less. I am Suzanne Proxa, your host, business strategist, and coach for female entrepreneurs, and my jams just happen to be a client attraction and marketing. So let's not delay any further. Let's dive in. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Business Mojo and Margaritas. You can probably tell by the tone of my voice that I am very excited to be here, but then sometimes when am I not excited, right you guys? So I have somebody with us today who is a sales copywriter who helps online service providers and course creators, get this, sell out launches and sign more clients. I think we could stop right there and everybody would be going, who do you have, who do you have? (laughs) So I am here today with Christine Bluebaugh, and she is going to talk to us about the power of storytelling to grow your business. And I know that you guys have heard me talk plenty about storytelling. I mean, it is just, it is such a powerful thing. So Christine, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Suzanne. Happy to be here. So
0: why don't you tell people a little bit more about yourself and what you do and how you got into this?
1: Sure. So um, like Suzanne said, I'm a copywriter and I focus mostly on sales copy, um, which means some websites and also sales pages and email sequences, things like that. And I'm all about writing what I call soulful copy, which really just means, you know, staying true to the person that I'm writing for and helping them build real relationships with their audience without any kind of like spammy tactics um, or things that just don't feel good on a marketing level. Um, And so actually, it's interesting that you asked a question about how I got into this because it really goes hand in hand with the topic Um, today, talking about storytelling So my story and kind of what has helped me grow my business and get noticed is, um, you know, I had actually started out as a health and wellness coach and, you know, through my own journey of health struggles and things towards the end of that, um, towards the end of that business, I was not feeling well. And I decided that I needed to step away from that career path uh, to focus on my own health. And I actually sold everything that I owned, moved across the country. Uh, I'd been living on the West Coast for 15 years, uh, moved back to Ohio where I'm originally from and ended up staying in my parents' guest bedroom, um, feeling unwell, having money problems. I you know, quit this business because I you know, just couldn't handle it anymore. And I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. And it was really scary and uncomfortable, you know, to be like in your mid thirties and living at your parents' house. And, um, you know, I've, I've always been a writer. I blogged for many years and, you know, it's just something that I've always had as a personal passion. And a friend of mine who is a business coach reached out about help with a writing project. And so she ended up hiring me to help her write some things for her business. And I thought maybe this is something that I could do. Like, you know, other people probably need help with writing. (laughs) And I was so naive at that point. I really didn't realize that so many people needed help with copywriting. (laughs) And so I decided to just kind of start talking about it on Instagram. I started posting about kind of my, my journey at that point and my story. And I, you know, I changed my bio to say copywriter and lots of people started reaching out and asking for my help. Um, And that is how my business started and sharing that story is really how my business has grown. And it's kind of, it's kind of shown me why storytelling is so powerful. And I, you know, I've seen it with the people that I work with as well. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of, (laughs) that's kind of the nutshell version of how I got, how I became a copywriter.
0: Awesome. So I swear, it's funny. Most of the audience probably knows this, but I started as a health coach as well. Mm. I swear we might. <laughs> so many of us migrate to something different. It's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, um, for sure.
0: <laughs> but um, so I was telling Christine before we got on that while people tell me I'm good at copy, it is not my thing. So I'm I'm truly like a kid in a candy store with her on today. Um, That's awesome. Yes. So Let's talk about this because you are obviously passionate about it. You, like you said, you're, you've are you been good at writing and this just kind of fell into your lap. And I'm mm-hmm. one of those people who's like into the woo and universe and all of that. And it just seems like mm-hmm. it was probably the thing you were meant to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So
0: tell me, like, why are you so passionate then about using storytelling in copy and marketing?
1: Yeah, You know, I've seen the way that it draws people to you and gets them invested in you as a person, which I think, you know, that then allows them to feel comfortable and want to invest in your work. Um, You know, uh, the people that I work with, I work with a lot of coaches and service providers. So... In the online space, you know, when you have that sort of layer of separation that the internet creates between you and your audience, I think it's really important to show people who you are and sell yourself because ultimately they could choose from thousands of different coaches, but your story is what sets you apart and helps them to see that you're the one, you know, that they want to work with that resonates with them and that is going to be the best fit. So Uh, I think storytelling is basically essential in that um, in your marketing and in order for people to find you and resonate with you and ultimately like want to hire you.
0: So, you know, there are a lot of people out there. I'm sure you deal with this. You know, a lot of women, you probably have clients who say, Oh, I don't know if I really want to put that out there. Do you Mm -hmm. come across that quite a bit? Because I know in my business, sometimes it's a struggle to get people to really put that information out there.
1: Yeah. I definitely get people who are either worried about sharing something or they, or people think that others just don't really care about their story or that their story is not interesting enough or something like that. Uh, I think that you, you don't have to share every single thing that's ever happened in your life or anything that you're like highly ashamed of, or anything like you, you don't have to share anything, you get to pick what you share. Um, But I do think that being open to a certain level of vulnerability does a lot for your business, because it makes you human, it allows people to see that, oh, like there actually is a person, there isn't just this like sparkly Instagram feed, you know, Mm -hmm. so Um, I think it's really important to just kind of give yourself permission to be vulnerable and it it can be a little bit scary, but it's also kind of freeing to be honest, like to just be real and open with people. It feels good and people appreciate it.
0: I love that. And you know, the thing that I've noticed now, when I got into coaching three years ago, there actually was kind of a snarky element out there it seems like they've gone away and like that's just one of those things that people don't have to worry about as much anymore in this industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you see, because that's one of the biggest fears that, you know, women that I work with have is, oh, somebody's going to get snarky on my post or make some degrading Mm -hmm. comment. I mean, what do you think about that?
1: I mean, it happens. And like the more well-known you get, like the more likely it is to happen because more people are noticing you and like haters gonna hate like that saying this for a reason. Uh, you know I hear from friends and mentors and things that all the time that they do get comments sometimes but um, I think you have to think about how many positive interactions are you going to have for every negative one. And how many people are going to be served and helped by your message as opposed to like the couple people who are going to be like a-holes on the internet, you know? So I think it's really important to focus on like all the positive that can happen when you do show up and share your story uh, because you know that there's people out there who are suffering in some way. And like when, when they witness your story and they know that there's someone else out there who gets it, like, that does amazing things for people. So, like, you really have the power to, to do a lot to, um, you know, just help people by sharing your story.
0: That is fantastic advice for people who, who worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to think about the people that are actually going to be kind and supportive mm-hmm. rather than the couple of people. the A-holes on the Internet, folks <laughs> Aholes yeah. on the Internet <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love this show. Uh, <laughs> so another question for you. What kinds of opportunities or results have you seen for yourself? Or clients telling stories in their businesses
1: yeah, so I mean, I think the most important and um, you know the thing that everybody wants to know can happen is that it 's a really great way to get clients when you know that 's like I said, basically how I built my business like I was af- really afraid when I sort of like came out as a copywriter, so I only like I didn't tell anyone except Instagram. Like I didn't post anything on my Facebook or anything for a long time because I was like, I had imposter syndrome about it. Um, So I just was telling stories over uh, in my Instagram posts and that's how I got clients in the beginning. Um, So that's like one of the really, um, the really powerful things that can happen for your business. It, you know, you expand your reach, build your platform and you get to help more people Um, but then, you know, another thing that happened for me personally was another copywriter who was like much further along than me took notice, um, from the stories that I was sharing and actually reached out to me about collaborating on projects together when I was just like a few months in. Uh, so I ended up getting like mentorship and work from this person who works with like really big names in, um, in the online business space. So that was a really great opportunity. I've also had just people, um, podcast hosts, like reach out and say like, Hey, will you be a guest on my show? I love your story. Uh, you know, without me having to pitch myself. So those are all really great things that can come when you just continually share your stories online. And I,
0: I love that story. And you said one of my favorite words, Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so is that where you hang out primarily is over on Instagram?
1: It is. Yeah, it's, it's definitely my go-to platform. I also have a Facebook group, but like Instagram is like my, it's like my one true love. <laughs>
0: awesome. See, and I think that's inspiring for the audience because one of the things that I try to preach that we can't seem to get away from is this, what's being taught that Facebook is the only way. Mm, yeah. So I'm very excited to hear you not only say that you're seeing your success on Instagram, but that mm-hmm. you're doing it with story. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Think, and yeah, go ahead. Well, cause I think that people, I think that there's a perception out there that story won't work over on Instagram. So I would love to hear if you don't mind how you make that work over on Instagram.
1: Sure. So um, it's interesting because my sort of strategy or whatever has evolved over time. Um, when I first started, I was pivoting out of health and wellness and, in that industry I did a lot of food photography and I had all these images of my own. And then when I started talking about copy, I was like, I don't have like pictures to post. I don't know what to post, you know, visually over here. Um, so I ended up just like reposting and tagging people for their images, like reposting images and then writing my captions and like giving love to the people who, whose image it was. Um, and so people were really, um, they were happy because I was sharing them, but then I, and I had this beautiful like visual content and then I was sharing my own stories. So that's kind of how I started out. Um, And it was, for me, it was all about the captions. I was just putting a lot of love into what I was saying and making sure that I was either inspiring or sharing a, you know, some kind of educational tip about copy or telling my personal stories. And um, that, that like, you know, that was enough there for, for me. And as I've sort of evolved now, I, you know, I take my own pictures just of my own life because I'm not as obsessed with it being like the perfect thing visually. It's, I'm more interested in it just being like my life and being real. Um, and yeah, but it's still, for me, is all about the, it's all about the captions.
0: <laughs> I love it. So captions, people do read them.
1: They do. They do. Nice. And yeah, and I get comments and they're not all just nice posts. Like there's <laughs> actually like thoughtful <laughs> responses. And I've, you know, developed a lot of really great relationships. And now that Instagram stories is a thing too, oh. like I love it even more.
0: <laughs> okay. I just drooled a little because I love stories. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're pretty, I've, they're pretty great.
0: Yes. I also have a problem with IGTV now. It, it's oh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can it's go all day talking about Instagram. I know, right? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I know that the people listening they're in it for the tips. So, mm-hmm. let's just cut to this question here. So, how can the people listening incorporate storytelling into their own copy and content?
1: Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing you want to do is really just like identify what the stories are that you want to tell. You know, it might be like me, like how your business started or, you know, why you do the work that you do or some other aspect of you that's really relevant to your work in some way. So it might be have to do with your family or um, you know, a business partner or whatever it is that um you know, you feel is really important to your life, to, you know, the reason that you're doing the work that you do, just kind of identify one or two, like, main stories that you tell. Then repetition is really, like, the thing, Uh, and I think that this is something that people get afraid of or they don't feel like they should do because, you know, you feel like you're being annoying by sharing the same story all the time or maybe people aren't interested, but, that's really how people get to know you. They get that familiarity. Uh, and I always tell people, like, think about someone who you really love to follow online and think about how you know, like, so many things about them, about, like, you know, what their, what their, what their favorite green smoothie recipe is or, you know, where, what coffee shop they go to, what, what city they live in, you know, their pets, the names of their pets and things like that. And you know that because they talk about those things all the time. Um, so you want to do the same thing in your business. And, you know, plus you, you constantly have new people coming into your audience who don't know those stories yet. So repetition is really the key. And then, you know, as your business grows, and you evolve, like new kind of stories will, will emerge and, and come up, and then you can start to share those. So, I mean, that's really, that's the basics.
0: Yeah, and I love that tip on news stories, because I'm also a geek about publicity and getting into publications and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, that is definitely, you know, one of the things that you can do to try to get uh, your articles published is just kind of piggyback off of news stories. Mm -hmm. Not copy, but piggyback.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and So the work that I do as a copywriter really is about helping, either helping my clients figure out what the most compelling parts of their story are and helping them share those, like, you know, through their website and their email sequences and things like that. Um, And then I also teach people how to do that for themselves so that they can be their own great copy and content writer.
0: Awesome. Well, I know I'm one of the ones that would Gladly just say here. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are, and that's, yeah. that's awesome. I love, to, I love to kind of step into other people's visions and voices and, and help them express that. So
0: if you were to give, like, just one tip, like I know you know what all the challenges are. What's one, like, major tip that you would give the audience when it comes to just getting started with copy?
1: Hmm. It's a good question. No, When it comes to getting started, I would say like try not to overthink it too much and practice. Uh, I think that something that people get hung up on is they're like, well, this didn't happen perfectly the first time I did it. So obviously I'm never going to be good at this. Um, You know, but like anything, if it's not something that you've done a lot of, like if writing has never really been like your thing, um, it just means that you need to take a little time and practice and, you know, maybe pay attention to styles that other people are doing that resonate for you. Um, And you don't have to write epic, you know, length posts or anything like that. Keep it simple, you know. So I think, yeah, just give your give yourself some grace, and uh, try not to overthink it too much.
0: So you mean we don't all have to write those blog style length posts
1: for Facebook? <laughs> you don't. Oh you don't have gosh. to. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: still out there. They're yeah, still. I mean,
1: yeah, if it works for some people, um, you know. And, but if it's not something you want to do, then don't do it.
0: (laughs) I think that's part of what scares a lot of people is they see that and they're like, oh my goodness, I can't possibly pull that off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm sure that there are some listeners that want to know how they can get in touch with you and if you have any amazing freebies for them to help them get started.
1: Yes. Um, So like I said, like we've been talking about, like Instagram is like my main hangout. I would love to see you over there. It's just my full name at Christine Bluebaugh, which uh, maybe we can throw in the show notes. Um, And then yeah, a freebie. I have a, a guide called five steps to copy that stands out and sells and it walks you through a really simple, five-step process that will seriously make your copy just way more impactful. Um, and it's something that you can use anytime you really, you sit down to write anything. Uh, it's kind of like a setup process to help, you know, with clarity and making sure that you're speaking to the right people and all of that. So, um, that's on my website, christineblueball.com.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, Christine, is there anything else that you want to leave the audience with today? Do you have like any special projects coming up or packages or anything cool or
1: advice? Um, Well, just advice. I just want to reiterate, like start practicing showing up and telling your stories. uh, Even if it's a little uncomfortable at first, like the more you do it, the easier it will get. Um, and then in terms of new things that are coming, I'm actually launching my very first group program where I'm going to be walking people through how to do this process, like how to identify the story, parts of your story that are going to be impactful and how to speak to your ideal clients and actually, you know, some of the the how-tos for doing the writing as well. Super excited for that. Um, so that will be coming soon as well. Wow. That
0: sounds exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. Awesome information for people. And so hopefully some of those who have been kind of on the sidelines due to fear or thinking that they have to write those long posts or that their stories, you know, aren't good enough. Hopefully they're going to leave after listening to this podcast, feeling a lot more empowered and will like start writing and start putting some stuff out
1: there. Yes. Yes, please do. Yeah. And let me know how it goes. Come see me on Instagram and tell me all about it.
0: Awesome. So it was at Christine Bluebaugh on Instagram, right? Yes. All right, guys. That's where you track her down. That's where she hangs out. Well, thanks again, Christine. And thank you to everybody who listened today. As always, you can just go straight to businessmojoandmargaritas.com And that will take you right to the iTunes version of the podcast. And you can also join my Facebook group with the same name by just going to fempreneurs.biz. I hope you guys will join us. Thanks so much, Christine. Thank you. It's been fun. Awesome. We will see you on Instagram. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I am so glad you decided to roll with me yet again. Hey, if you loved it, please give me a rating and some little comments on iTunes. And hey, if you're thinking that working together with my crazy self sounds like a fantastic idea, hunt me down, suzanneproxa.com. That K is before the S. You can find all of my coaching information, my blog, my courses, all of the things all right in one spot. And with that, I will see you in the next episode, gorgeous.